film stack. Today is going to be a pretty special episode. We will um, review uh, new, the new Tarantino's films Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in the next episode. Uh, and today is going to be mostly like a lead up to talking about that film. We're mostly going to talk about the Hollywood of 1969 and what was what is so special about that year in the industry. So, hey, Aline, how, how are you doing? How's your new house? I'm good. How are you? Uh, the house, the house. It's a never-ending project. Uh, I've met some of the neighbors now, and they say they say fairly morbid things about it. <laughs> we said, morbid, I, like... Well, you know, one woman said, yes, yes, you're finding out it's a life sentence. <laughs> Trying to get your house that open in any kind of order. And another guy, I said something like, yeah, we're just trying to get it under control and he said i've been here 30 years and i still haven't got my house under control so there's this kind of fateful doomed <laughs> exchanges that everyone laughs as they say about actually having a house which i don't know it's 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 a much bigger challenge than i thought everything needs fixing <laughs> everything everything is it a potential problem if it's not a problem now you're just constantly eyeing things going is that gonna break down or do i have to cut that tree back or it's just nuts i've never thought about this stuff in my life i feel but but boy am i a bougie yeah (laughs) (laughs) but do you feel uh, somewhat like cheated by the people by whoever sold you the house or where that's like no, the, the I, house think, good I think it's uh-huh. exactly what happens to everybody. Unless you, unless you're okay. truly wealthy, and you know you can, okay. you can pay to buy something that's absolutely pristinely built, but uh, you know, and you don't really care because it's not going to cost you anything. <laughs> I think for everyone who buys a normal house, this is the experience. Mm-hmm. You know, they make comedy movies about it, that. There's a reason for that. <laughs> like the money pit and Mr. Blandings builds his dream house. And it's all about how you just start hemorrhaging money in all directions because suddenly you're just responsible for everything, even in this tiny house on a tiny, you know, plot of land. And it's just, it's overwhelming. I don't know why. It's hard to explain. You get deeply interested in things like mulch and shit <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's funny. I would never think you would be. I didn't think I would be either. That was not the plan. The plan for me was, you know, bohemian splendor, because now I've got my own place and I can do whatever I want. And so far, it ain't happening. I don't know. God. Is Maybe it I'll isol- come to it. But go yeah. ahead. No, no. Is it isolated? Like, do you, mean, like, do you have to deal with neighbors and their oh, problems? Oh, definitely or? neighbors. I'm on, I'm on a nice... Okay. It's like very lovely, quiet street. It's lots of trees and it's very pretty and quiet, but there's definitely neighbors all along. And the standard they set, you know, you think you're not going to get into that either, but the standard of upkeep is also terrifying. And I have no intention of getting into these absolutely pristinely edged lawns and everything just in a state of sickening perfection. That's never... I'm not even aiming for that. <laughs> I just, you know, I don't want to be the one they have, you know, block committee meetings about. <laughs> That's all I ask. I don't want it to get that bad. So I'm just trying to sort of get it into some sort of, and believe me, the house we bought was really wild, in wild shape. It was, uh, yeah, the, the the guy we brought in to help us clear stuff out that was left um, was just stood there staring at it with his jaw dropped and saying, wow, this is totally out of control. <laughs> So anyway, that's where we are. Yeah. And you're in yeah, Moscow well. in the meantime, which sounds much more yeah. cool and cosmopolitan. How's that? <laughs> cool and cosmopolitan. Well, in comparison, you mean to Buffalo? Yeah. I don't know, I guess. But it's funny, speaking of like house ownership, like here in Moscow, you realize, um, I mean, Yasha, we're staying at uh, my mom's apartment, which is 
I guess pretty pretty big for Moscow, three bedroom. But it's funny you always have to deal with like neighbors because most people here live in apartment buildings, mm. and again, probably unlike New York or whatever, like Western people used to people here like own apartments so they have themselves to deal with all the problems not the landlords mm-hmm. so you can't delegate things you kind of like own this thing but it's also like very crowded with all kind of upstairs downstairs mm-hmm. <laughs> next door neighbor so there's a lot of comedy in it and also i don't know being here it's like what a bit over 10 days mm-hmm. immediately reminded me just Polanski movies how well I was thinking about how well he actually captured the neighbor phenomenon right. and he brought it to Hollywood too he, it's what he, it wasn't just like in his European movies he really like brought the neighbor kind of character <laughs> into America because the neighbor is a big thing here it's like everyone's very nosy uh, and it's it's just partially cultural which I think not just Russian but more like Eastern European something has to do with com- more closed kind of communal style of living you know Mm. not even even if you own your property it's not even about communism or anything Mm. you do own property but it's still you're kind of very much surrounded (laughs) by by nosy neighbors right and And if you you remember yeah yeah Mm -hmm. if if you recall we talked about you know the the great horror film quiet horror films (laughs) the tenant and rosemary's (laughs) baby are both very much dealing with being in a crowded apartment building and the neighbors the omnipresent (laughs) neighbors <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's exactly that. It's weird that I, you know, it's hard to reflect on things when you're like in it and, yeah. and like I grew up here, but then and you go away <laughs> and, and come back. back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and I'm like, whoa, the, the neighbors are <laughs> out of control. And then and then just the culture of it all. Like I guess you, I bump into some like parents of my classmates somewhere like near my house, mm. maybe like. I don't know, blocks of your way. And they feel completely comfortable, kind of like <laughs> stop me and question interrogate me for like 15 minutes. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it has to do with also the kind of the, the, the tenant feel. It's just like for, for people who don't know Russia, at least they can re- relate to what's going on through, through movies. Yeah, right. it's like, and that's, that's totally, that, was fr- that is friendly. And I realized, whoa, this is like, this is clearly, there was no bad in, intention there mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's very bizarre <laughs> <laughs> that can happen when you like just walking downstairs and upstairs in your own you know inside the apartment building right. if you bump into someone the same thing can happen to you but it's also more claustrophobic because you like kind of stopped and like in between let's say <laughs> on the landing <laughs> I, might, I mean, I guess I'm slightly for humor, but exaggerating, but not so much. So that's <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of that's intense. No, and and the tenant is so perfect because it's just inc- ratcheting up levels of hostility. First, it's kind of nosiness yeah. and stuff, and then mild complaints about the noise, and then it just builds and builds to these insane, hostile, screaming accusations, <laughs> and goes on from there. Um, yeah, well, let's hope nothing ratchets up and it just stays yeah. at basic nosy. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. For no basic nonsense, the only funny thing that would happen is like, um, oh right, it actually did happen the first, first couple of days. I bumped into one of like the weirdo older neighbor mm-hmm. from the same house and she knew that I, can, I think that I like more or less live in America and um, immediately she started yelling like mo- most people actually watch federal t- TV. Mm-hmm. In Russia, and there's like a really pretty crude, but also very aggressive anti-American propaganda there. Mm-hmm. Some of it is partially, I mean, can't be true about certain economics, re- economic realities, mm-hmm. but also just like pure, you know, 
whatever. It's like the same as CNN doing anti-Russia stuff. Right. Uh, Channel One here does like anti-America stuff very crudely. Anyway, but yeah, so this neighbor, she's maybe in her 70s. She started yelling, what am I doing in that ratchet country that it's going to go down <laughs> and I come back? Wow. And my husband and my husband, uh, Yasha, can find a great, well-paid job teaching English in some private school here, like direct. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, we're, You're probably we're right. Away. Just say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that we'll have a great life here, unlike in this, like, God-forgotten God place, United yeah. States. Anyway, so, that, so this, like, this weird scene's, I mean, whatever. I'll, I'll, I might <laughs> have some creative <laughs> inspiration from it later, but it's just like very much tenant. It's just so, it's just so bizarre. Sometimes hostile, yeah, <laughs> and very uncalled. Of like, you, you don't ask for that at right. all. It just <laughs> comes at you. Yeah, yeah, it just comes out of <laughs> people you talk to. How long but are you yeah, staying? I, I was thinking hmm. maybe, maybe we <laughs> can have you watch a Russian movie if you know, and talk about huh. that. If there's one that's that comes up that in is, the next few weeks, it's like a. Y- you, you mean know. like a, a newer one? Yeah, like a, a newer one, one that's a mm-hmm. new one that's getting some sort of traction or one, mm. anyone that's interesting or... Yeah, yeah let me th- think about it. About let me actually think about it because, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to be here more or less uh, like for almost two two more months okay. till like the end of September. So there'll probably be enough opportunities. I, I can also potentially find some certain guests we can talk to. Let, let me think about it. Oh, perfect. That'd be, be great. Let's get, I mean, let's get you as a special reporter from from Moscow. I mean, we have the opportunity here. Let's not waste it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, let me think about it. I uh, Yeah, because I just like had pretty horrible jet lag, so I wasn't very uh, kind of, I wasn't uh, thinking clear. So right. now I'll, I'll, I'll think about the, the film sack and what we can do here in yeah, Moscow. Yeah, it just occurred to me, actually. Like, yeah. I wasn't thinking either, but that'll be that would be great. Yeah, but actually <laughs> the funny thing, the, the day I flew, oh no, the next day after we flew in, from LA, uh, I immediately saw just by accident of checking the local movie theater. Mm-hmm. There was a restored, what do I mean, restored, or whatever yeah. you say, a version of Mirror by Tarkovsky playing. Oh my playing. god, I've never and seen I actually that one. Went and see it. I went and I went and saw it. I think Whoa. I don't know when we were briefly talking about Tarkovsky. I didn't yeah. mention it, but yeah. But anyway, so that that was that was kind of interesting. They just like I think started restoring some of the movies because they might be in pretty bad oh, right. shape. Those copies, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so this one. Look, looked really good and they did a limited release I think for, for a week or two so I, I caught it when we got back yeah it was pretty amazing now like just in short I won't go into it because then we'll take the entire episode mm. but this time again with with again fresher <laughs> kind of gaze I looked at it it's really um, for people who even like has nothing to do with like Soviet culture or mm-hmm. Tchaikovsky like, you can really look at it it's one of probably the best single um, single mother movies I've seen. Wow, really? Like to, to, it, even if you look at it topically, even though it's mm. very, it's very like avant-garde and artistic, and, and actually mm. really cut like a dream. But it's uh, mm-hmm. it's funny, I guess, to 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 pitch it that way because I don't think anyone does. It's a, mm. it's a it's about his mom, and she was a single mom, and it's pretty hellish. Right, and it's uh, and it's an, just like an interesting, I guess, rumination on the topic. Right, I don't know how many good films about that actually do exist. 
Right. And, yeah. And, you know, and we, like we really the, do mm-hmm. need to do it. We shouldn't keep pushing it off forever. Let's do, you know, and that would be another good thing to do while you're in Moscow. Let's do our Tarkovsky episode coming up. We've got that two episodes that we true. keep putting off. One's the Tarkovsky, which we were going to do way at the beginning. Yeah. And we, I forget why, yeah. we thought of something else. We're doing good. And then our dad films episode, which we keep teasing <laughs> that we're doing next. And then it gets, something gets interrupted. So it's getting interrupted again. We're just going to keep pushing it down the line, but we'll spring it on you when you least expect it. Maybe it'll be Father's Day next summer when we do it but i don't think so i think the a gap will come up soon we just we just have a bunch of things interviews with people <laughs> ideas for other stuff that keep coming up and what happened with once upon a time in hollywood is we we discovered that it is an opening in russia till next week so we had yeah. to postpone that um so Evgenia could see it of course we could talk about it next week instead of this week when it's opening in america um and then we thought well but it's the 50th anniversary of 1969 and you're getting these waves of kind of commemoration and discussion around all sorts of things like that happened in 1969 like the stonewall riots um chappaquiddick when ted kennedy basically got away with murder <laughs> mary jane what's her what was, what was her name mary jane Kopechny. The young woman who died in the water under the bridge when he was driving drunk and um, he got away and she didn't. That one, that scandal um, that killed his presidential ambitions. The moon landing, there's been a little flurry of articles on that. And another thing that's come up is Easy Rider, 50th anniversary of Easy Rider, a hugely influential film from 1969, which is a really pivotal, pivotal year in Hollywood history. So anyway, that's how we wound up doing, let's do a 1969 episode and then we'll lead in to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, so, yeah, and since you've yeah since no, you've ahead. seen already the movie, but yeah. I I guess you have a better you actually do already have a better perspective on how um like on how accurately Tarantino got that time or not even accurately but like what's his take and what's his take yeah share it share it but I guess we can like leave it for a bit later to discuss yeah, except when, for I, the, when I catch it yeah mm-hmm. I won't say any details other than the very broad stroke thing that mm-hmm. you know. A, it's a real deep dive because, you know, he's such a complete pop culture nut, not just a film nut, that the details of, you know, what, you know, songs and television shows and advertising and everything else, including films and clothes and all sorts of stuff, it's it's all there and it's not the most obvious stuff. It's a lot of more more, more obscure stuff that he knows about. So that can, that's one of the good parts. And another is just that in terms of 